0: Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinward. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. And my guest today is Warwick Ashford. He is an analyst with Kupinger Coal working out of London and he's focusing on many topics around cybersecurity and identity and access management. Hi, Warwick.
1: Hi, Matthias. Good to be here.
0: Great to have you and great to have you again in 2021. We want to cover a topic today that is a new acronym yet another acronym it's called SOCAAS so it's sock AAS software Security Operations Center as a Service. <laughs> SOC as a Service. <clears throat> exactly. And that is hopefully something that is interesting to a large group of potential customers. I think it's important for those who don't have a SOC, a Security Operations Center in general, maybe not even a proper IT security organization, or maybe even not an IT organization within their own organization. And on the other hand, it might be interesting for organizations that do have that, that spend lots of money on that, having education and teams and hardware and software and processes and 24 by seven operations of such a security operations center. But to move one step backwards, the definition, uh, Warwick, what is a SOC, AAS? (laughs) Well, very basically, uh, SOC as a service solutions
1: provide as a cloud-based service all the benefits of a security operations center. So this is especially a support of a team of information security experts that monitors and analyzes security systems to provide sort of proactive and reactive cyber defense capabilities. But A sort of more detailed definition would be it's a type of managed security service so that it's and it's important that it's cloud based and that it's built on multi tenant software as a service platforms. And it goes beyond the offerings of traditional managed service security service providers, MSSPs because lots of people argue that it's it's kind of a marketing term and that it's been made up and, and that it doesn't really have a meaning. But it, it differs from, from um, managed detection uh, and response services and MSSPs um, because MSSPs typically monitor and manage things like uh, intrusion detection systems, firewalls, antivirus, and that kind of thing. Uh, but SOC as a service typically includes all of that plus a team of analysts to resolve every alert, uh, identify and analyze indicators of compromise, and also analyze and respond to attacks uh, to minimize the impact of security incidents. And at the same time, uh, they help to optimize an organization's protection, detection, and response capabilities. And this is done through continual assessment and uh, reporting, including guidance on security strategies, and policies. So, SOC as a service therefore includes services that typically make up managed detection and response, MDR solutions, and it can be considered, I think, as an evolution of both managed security services and MDR. So, it's it's going beyond, it's cloud-based and it covers all the IT environments uh, that we find in a modern
0: enterprise. Okay, understood. So, I'm focused first on a, the possibility is that some organizations just have not the the, uh, the team and the qualification within their own team and the others who can save money. But I think that is by far not broadly thought enough. So I think there is much more benefit also available here, um, maybe also in the area of consolidating existing services into into one single managed platform or cloud-based platform. Is this a way, a way to move forward as well?
1: Uh, Yes, I think so. And uh, to your point, the the thing that interests me about uh, SOC as a service is that it caters, the market caters to all different kinds of organizations. So I recently published a market compass on SOC as a service. And of the the 10 vendors that I looked at, and I I guess they are about... Uh, probably 30 to 40 vendors in the space, perhaps even more, uh, but I, I, I looked at 10, and uh, of those, some definitely cater to to the smaller organizations that don't have in-house resources, that are entirely reliant uh, on, on an outside service, uh, but it also caters for the upper end, uh, where th- this is now a, an add-on or complementary to the in-house team, so it caters to a wide range, and when organizations are looking at choosing uh, which so is a service that they, they should go for, uh, they should look at what their needs are. And so there are definitely uh, providers that cater for the upper end uh, while there are other ones who, c- who cater for the, for the lower end. So you know, I, th- I think that's the, the question you're asking is, is kind of is this all things to all people And, and definitely different providers do provide for, for different segments of the market.
0: Right. When I think back to, say, five years ago, and I was talking to larger organizations and the more critical their business was, the worse the reaction was. And when I asked them if they are willing to move their critical infrastructures, their critical systems into the cloud, move them into a software as a service or just platform or infrastructure as a service, they were quite hesitant Now we're talking about moving the security processes, which is really at the core of any organizations or should be into the cloud. So things must have changed. So this being hesitant has really changed. So there is a market segment, it's a growing market segment and organizations are choosing to do so. Is this really the next trend for security?
1: Well, I think so and simply because Organisations are, in a way, being forced to go there to uh, save costs and uh, also to make uh, things work. and And I think the past sort of seven to eight months has been has been the accelerator. And We've seen, you know, in the in post COVID in the in the post COVID era, people who were not even thinking about going to the cloud have gone to the cloud. It's it's just accelerated that whole thing. Uh, we've also seen that in the whole area of digital transformation, that's also happened. So I think organizations that weren't comfortable with going to the cloud, weren't comfortable with home working, weren't comfortable with remote working, are suddenly there and are having to make it work uh, because of the way the world has changed.
0: Right. So this SOC as a service also reflects the general trend that we are moving to everything as a service and not only working from home, but working from anywhere but the office. So this is really more or less also a more natural trend for these cloud-first, cloud-native organizations. Is that true? Or is it also for the traditional on-prem, 70s, IT, still available organization? Yeah, look, the
1: the thing with SOC as a service is that a lot of the platforms are designed to be able to hook up to existing uh, systems so that's another one of the benefits of the SOC as a service is that you can get more value out of your your existing investments in security systems is that now you know a lot I think one of the biggest drivers for this market is that uh, organizations are, are suffering from alert fatigue they can't cope with the volume of alerts coming out of their security systems uh, they don't they don't have the, the experience or the the, the people to to actually look at each alert and and decide whether it's it's you know we know a prime example of this was the target case in the united states um, they they were alerted uh, to the fact that the, they had been breached, but the, the alert was missed because it was one of millions of mm-hmm. alerts. And, you know, human beings just can't cope with that, especially when the teams are, are constrained. So I, I think that's why uh, soccer as a service is, is good, because it not only covers the cloud side of things and, and the OT, and some some organizations are now putting a focus on on operational technology, OT, and uh, Internet of Things, IoT. So it's covering those organizations that have got a mix of, of legacy on-prem stuff as well as in the cloud. And so it's catering... For- for all those markets, but it's, it's, it means they have one single place where they can consolidate uh, all the risks. And and I think uh, SOC as a service is you know, one of the things that, that can provide that. SOC as a service is the only way most organizations are, are able to consolidate all their security threats, tools, and systems into a single point of control and address and resolve alerts and monitor and respond to all the indicators of potential
0: compromise. Okay, so um, when you're saying they provide these services, they consolidate that into one single platform, what would be the typical fu- capabilities, functionalities that would be included typically in such an offering? Um, I assume it would be, uh, of course, monitoring, it would be threat detection. Uh, what else is included in, in a package when I go to such a sec- security um, provider and, and look at their offerings?
1: It varies widely, and as I said, from the most basic packages through to very complex ones. So uh, some of the providers are providing it under their MDR services, and and it, it's everything under the sun uh, that you can, you can imagine. Um, so if you think of a software provider like IBM, they're able to, to do the full range of, of response. Uh, but their, their target market is the upper end of the market. They're very much looking to provide Provide their, their SOC as a service, as a as a as a, um, a complementary to an existing one organization, rather than taking over all the operations. So it's it's to give organizations the the breadth to be able to cover everything, to cover their whole uh, IT estate. And also then to kind of have a lot of this stuff automated, so that the in-house analysts are only having to, to deal with a, a very small uh, uh, part part of that. Whereas on the lower end, um, it's it's offering kind of, as I said earlier, it, it typically includes all the stuff that that um, managed detection and response solutions have. But then it's also helping them to uh, assess th- their um, defense capability and and improve that it's the continuous improvement side of it that that kind of i think is one of the things that sets SOC as a service apart from just uh, an mdr offering
0: you've mentioned ibm as a potential vendor that can be looked at um, in general this market is it a mature market i don't ask if ibm is mature but are, are there different types of vendors? startups smaller companies organizations that really started their business with this SOC as a service? And and how, how does this market segment in general look like when it comes to coverage by vendors? Well, the, the more mature uh, end of things uh, started way back in the early
1: 2000s. So we, we can trace... Back to to you know 2000 uh, the early 2000s and and say look th- these were the beginnings of a, a SOC as a service where you're providing this um, team uh, to to monitor analyze and and help protect an organisation but you're providing it as a service but I think really in the last six years we've seen a consolidation of the market we've seen a greater use of the term SOC as a service because um, as I said at the beginning some people dismiss it as a marketing term but it, it's gaining traction, uh, particularly in Europe, apparently more than the United States. Uh, In European RFPs, it's appearing more and more. Um, But the services that that you are finding that are called MDR or advanced MDR or whatever conform more to what I consider to be now evolving as a a solid SOC as a service um, model.
0: Okay. Okay. When I talk as an advisor to end-user organizations usually each organization is of the opinion that they are special that <laughs> they need they need some some adaptation of the service that they need some additional services Um, How well are these uh, services uh, designed to be a one-size-fits-all? How good are they in adapting to individual uh, end-user organization requirements? Um, Can they provide usually everything that is required, or will it always be some kind of hybrid approach with some stuff being still done at home?
1: Well, that's why I said it's very important for organizations to assess exactly what their needs are and then to look for the uh, SOC as a service provider that fits their needs the most, because I came across some vendors that uh, spend quite a lot of time uh, in the onboarding phase. Uh, they'll spend, uh, I think the one organization I looked at spent an entire month with the, with the client go and really sought to uh, tailor the, the service to the individual organization, where others that are obviously offering at a lower cost point are, are, are kind of more generic, but um, that's probably would be fine for organizations that are not high risk, who that aren't kind of going to, um, who don't have such big IT estates. So it's very much a question of, of understanding exactly what it is you need, and then doing um, your market research to find out which providers meet those needs best, uh, because not all of them meet all needs, if you know what I mean. So looking at the Market Compass, which is the one of the ideas behind behind our reports of Market Compass, is to help people to navigate the market and, and kind of just see what the offerings are that are out there. And if they have a look at the report, they can see that there are some that are better suited to different kinds of needs.
0: Right. And and maybe that is also the, the a good point to really hint at that document. You've mentioned that you had a look at 10 of these um, providers of these uh, SOC as a service services. You provide this information as this market compass. It's available on our website. It's out now. So that really should be a jumpstart for those interested in that topic to get a first and a thorough picture of the market in general. And if there are any further questions, I think they can reach out to you or to me or to Call in general, to get more information on specific use cases on specific vendors. That was a very interesting starting point into this market, at least for me, as I'm more the IAM guy and less the cybersecurity guy, but I'm really interested in learning more around that topic. Is there anything else that you would like to, to provide as some, some guidance for those interested in that topic before we close down today?
1: I'd just like to reiterate that, you know, it's important to understand what it is that you need. And uh, just I'd like to kind of maybe just go through the SOC as a service benefits. It's, It's the main ones are it's an uninterrupted and comprehensive centralized monitoring and analysis of enterprise systems for suspicious activities. And that's at a fixed and predictable monthly or annual cost and monitoring is is really the only way that you can address uh, the risks across uh, certainly hybrid infrastructures, uh, in my opinion. And it's a way of improved incident response times and practices. Uh, it it brings faster detection uh, of security events, such as compromises and containment of threats. And it's a resolution of all alerts to get maximum value out of existing systems, because it's pointless if you've got all these alerts coming out of, uh, out of security systems, but you can't deal with them. And like all the other moves to as a
0: service model, it's reduced cost and impact on the business of security incidents. Right. So these benefits really sound too good to be true. So that is something that many organizations um, should really look at when it comes to yeah, improving their service on the one hand, when it comes to security, and on the other hand, getting more uh, for the invested amount of money. So it's really, um, yeah, um, best of both worlds. So it's really improving um, the quality and reducing the efforts required. That sounds really like a a strong leap forward when it comes to cybersecurity.
1: Oh, I'm going to watch this market with interest because uh, certainly the organisations that I met uh, along the way were are are very interesting organisations, and uh, they're they're doing interesting stuff and bringing lots of new technologies to bear. I think that we're going to see a lot more specialization to cater for needs of particular market segments. There'll be a lot more automation. Um, We're going to see a lot more SOAR capabilities. and a lot more use of things
0: like um,
1: machine learning and other AI technology. Okay,
0: that sounds really interesting. And it looks really like on the one hand, a mature market, but still an emerging uh, and evolving market. And uh, maybe in, now we should look at the individual end user organizations being more and more willing to use such a service and to hand over their security um, assets um, also to such a service. So. Thank you very much, Warwick, for sharing your insight from the most recent uh, market compass around um, SOC as a service. Looking forward to talk to you again soon about that topic, about different topics uh, for the time being. Thank you very much, Warwick. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.